the Winnipeg Foundation invited Winnipeggers to share their visions for Winnipeg's next 100 years and the potential role philanthropy might play. This is our next 100. Today, we'll hear from Mark Chipman, Executive Chairman of True North Sports and Entertainment, Governor of the Winnipeg Jets, and Chair of True North Youth Foundation. During the past 15 years, many of our kids have excelled in the classroom and many have excelled on the ice. But what has been most gratifying is the number that have volunteered to help run the programs they once benefited from and for whom a sense of leadership and community has really taken hold. Born and raised in Winnipeg, Mark Chipman studied economics and played football at the University of North Dakota, where he obtained a law degree. In 1996, following the relocation of the Winnipeg Jets to Phoenix, Chipman began his work to attempt to bring the NHL back to Winnipeg, which started with the purchase and relocation of the Minnesota Moose, now the Manitoba Moose. In 2001, Chipman and a group of local investors created True North Sports and Entertainment, and in 2004, opened Bell MTS Place downtown. The only thing left to do was acquire an NHL team, which Chipman and True North did on May 31st, 2011, with the purchase of the NHL's Atlanta Thrashers. Renaming the franchise to the Winnipeg Jets and accomplishing what he had set out to do more than 15 years earlier. While hockey naturally occupies a good chunk of his attention, Chipman is also a passionate advocate for Winnipeg's communities, most notably serving as chairman of the True North Youth Foundation and the Downtown Community Safety Partnership. Here is Mark Chipman. I grew up in St. James, surrounded by dozens of kids my own age. We played baseball in spring and summer, football in the fall, and hockey all winter long. When we weren't playing on organized teams, we could be found in the open fields at Sturgeon Creek Community Club or on the street playing our favorite sports until we were called in for dinner, only to pick up where we left off as soon as we could. As long as I can remember, sports have been a significant part of my life. Playing the games I loved rewarded me with lifelong friendships, a university education, and invaluable life lessons. My father and brothers were all very good athletes, and I looked up to them. I also looked up to the many coaches I was fortunate to have, most of which were volunteers, teachers, and often neighbors. I think that is where I first began to understand the meaning and value of community. After entering the business of professional hockey in 1996, and as my own children began to play our great game, I began to understand how less accessible it had become for many families in our community. We began to explore how we could change that and partnered up with the Winnipeg Aboriginal Sport Achievement Center. Together, we started a modest program serving 25 elementary school age kids aimed at introducing hockey to families for which participation was out of reach. Our objective was not to create hockey players, but rather to simply provide healthy recreation, a closer relationship between the kids and their teachers, and ideally provide the same sense of community that I and my friends had benefited from. Today, our program is offered to more than 900 students from grades two to 12. It has evolved to include off-ice recreation and after-school educational supports. Along the way, we discovered the importance of staying connected to our kids all year. In 2014, we secured the ability to operate Camp Manitou and are nearing completion of a $20 million investment in the camp to ensure it meets community needs for decades to come. 
During the past 15 years, many of our kids have excelled in the classroom and many have excelled on the ice. But what has been most gratifying is the number that have volunteered to help run the programs they once benefited from and for whom a sense of leadership and community has really taken hold. I'd like to share the story of a young man from St. James by the name of Ron Kalo. Ron first joined the Winnipeg Jets Hockey Academy at Buchanan School in grade five. He's a terrific athlete and the first from our program to be sponsored in the AA hockey, earning all-star and team MVP status at the age of 15. He is now a student at St. Paul's High School and the goaltender for their hockey team. Ron has also been a volunteer counselor at Camp Manitou the past three summers. Together with his two younger brothers, this fantastic new Canadian family has become immersed in our national pastime and the gifts of friendship and community that come with it. A good friend of mine once described Winnipeg as a collective act of will. He suggested that many of the things we enjoy and often take for granted, from our cultural institutions to our hospitals, colleges and universities, as well as the network of community clubs, like the one I grew up at, are all the result of the sheer determination of people who chose to make a life here and create this wonderful community. I suspect those folks all possess the skill of selfless leadership. It is that very sense of community and those leadership skills we hope to impart in the youth we serve so that they too can will us all forward. And I have every confidence Ron will one day have the honor of sharing just how they did so. My name is Mark Chipman, and this is my vision for Winnipeg's next 100 years. Thanks, Mark. You mentioned the story of Ron. How do recreation programs like Camp Manitou instill that sense of leadership and community to youth, encouraging them to give back by volunteering with the organizations that they themselves were part of? In the case of Ron, I think a lot of those leadership qualities were, frankly, they were innately his. I think the hockey program in Camp Manitou just allowed those to, to flourish. And the more they flourished, the more confident he became. And frankly, the more his leadership uh, abilities grew. So, you know, I like to think that leadership is, is seeing in people the skills they already have and encouraging them and, and reinforcing. And as that occurs, they see it in themselves and they become leaders and, and it becomes sort of a perpetual cycle. Absolutely. There are three main programs of the True North Youth Foundation, Winnipeg Jets Hockey Academy, Camp Manitou, and Project 11. How do you see the programs of the True North Youth Foundation evolving over the next 100 years? Well, I think hopefully through growth in terms of numbers of kids that we can conserve, you know, some of the programs are more scalable than others. Project 11, for example, is very, very scalable because it's a, a web-based set of resources that were very sort of humbled uh, by the fact that it's being picked up in other jurisdictions across Canada and the United States now. I know there will be other ways and, and other programs that will develop in the years ahead, but our objective for now is just to get better at what we're doing and ideally to, to connect with more and more youth with e each passing year. Thank you very much, Mark, for sharing your vision with us today. Our Next 100 is a series of essays envisioning Winnipeg's next 100 years, 
contributed by Winnipeggers and curated by the Winnipeg Foundation. If you would like to read more essays from our next 100 or listen to this episode again as a podcast, please visit wpgfdn.org slash next100. Thanks for listening. Thank you.